Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 167, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Tuesday, January 13th, 2021, a cool seven days until January 20th. Uh, My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I want to know where Trump is. Pence, can you show me? I want to feel impeachment. Dems tell Trump they can blow me. Or something like that. Uh, That is courtesy of Boba Fed Up. Uh, And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Turn me out. I don't know if I could ever go without. I'm just protesting now. I don't know if I could ever go without. Insurrection Rebel High. Insurrection Rebel High. Insurrection Rebel High. Okay, anyway, shout out to Tiger on the Discord. You know, my man Harry Styles out there. Styles with Olivia Wilde. Who would have thought, you know? Ooh. I got I did get yeah, up on yeah. my celeb gossip game real quick with those photos. So uh shout out to all of them. And it seems like a pretty pretty good guy, that Harry. Yeah. Speaking of good guys, that is Tiger, the the rapper, right? In Tiger, the, in well, our no, that's Tiger. This we had Tyga. Tyga oh, okay. Tyga's the rapper Tiger, I believe, behind Tiger Toys from the eighties and nineties. Uh got behind it. this AK. But from the Discord, no less. Miles, we are thrilled. Oh we are fortunate. God. We are lucky oh uh, to be joined in our third seat by the brilliant, the talented, the thrilling, Jackie Johnson! I have been on four times on the Daily Zeitgeist. <laughs> I can't deny it. I've been on four times. I've been on four times. Oh my god. Wow. Listen, I told y'all Woo! when I came back Fucking for the bomb. fourth time, I was going to say Wow. And I am a woman of my word. Hey, you did yeah. the fucking, what is that, P.O.D.? It was P.O.D. <laughs> Payable on death. Layered vocals. The Christian rock band. Layered wow. vocals. I mean, Payable I don't fuck on around death? with covers. That's what that stands yeah. for? Wow. Um, deep. Deeper than I thought. Um well, and I don't know, but I know they're like I uh, those vocals. I think maybe it's wow. different because they are Christian, but I know POD is payable on death. Oh, yeah, no, pay, pay, a, pay, payable on death is an American Christian metal band formed in '92 in San Diego. That's what I'm always telling my fellows, my my bros on the golf course. You can't take it with you. You yep. know what I'm saying? I remember they were on cribs once, and like they live in San Diego, like very normal. And they were like, "Yo, this is some oh, carne yeah, asada like from a regular Mignone, house." You know what I mean? Like we're just grilling up the carne. <laughs> and I remember that was always a thing I, that will never, like, I'll never forget. I'm like, okay, they, there's some real ass dudes in POD, even though they got the weird dreadlocks. <laughs> nice, Jackie. That, yes. that was beautiful. First of thank all, thank you. you. Uh, loving the energy we're bringing into today's yeah, episode. Needed that. What uh, what's going on? How, what's new with you? I mean, listen. Mm-hmm. I was saying before we started that I'm real anxious. I want out of my damn house. I'm sick of making avocado toast. I'm sick mm-hmm. of making food. I just want to like go out and like eat and like go to the mall and like live my damn life. But mm. I'm staying at home. I'm doing what I need to do. But 
I'm frustrated, aren't we yeah, all? You, Despite yes. all my rage, I am just a rat in a cage. Man, we were just <laughs> we were just talking about that song a couple days ago. <laughs> I mean, it's a good yeah, one. It feels right, yeah. you know, even the Billy Corgan strayed over the last few years. But that, oh, that, yeah. that those vocals, they fucking and get same you. same with this song. Like, he really got me with yeah, that one, yeah, you know? Yeah. What's the thing you miss most? Going to the mall and like every... Cause I know you like your glam. You like you you like to shop and stuff like that. Or shopping is my cardio, okay. and that is not a joke. Right. You might see that on a coffee mug or something. Like, right. But that is life. That is Bible for right, me. Right. Because I've seen you. I remember <laughs> catching you at Century City once. You had a weight vest on, ankle weights, oh, arm yeah. waist. You you were like carrying someone on your back, and you had shopping bags. You joke, but I do have ankle weights for the mall, <laughs> and I wear them on my wall. <laughs> there you go. You got to got to turn right. up. Yeah, I think you the know. one thing I real I had one of those moments where I I remembered the before times. And I was looking on Instagram and someone had posted just a photo. It had nothing to do with anything, but it was a photo of people like in a restaurant, like like posing in a booth with a table of food and drinks in front of them. And there were people in the background. I know I'm describing a restaurant, but right. that, there were yeah, people I was like, there. wow, I'm like, I'm going to do <laughs> that shit when soon as it's safe and reasonable to do that shit. Because that was like one thing I missed. I miss having someone else make my food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. even just one, even like Tastes going different. to friggin', um, uh, you know, just grabbing a burrito or something. Yeah. something. Paquito Moss. I used to hit up Paquito Moss and just get me a burrito, and I haven't done yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe uh, with this, the pace of the vaccine will be maybe in about three years. I was about yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> or we should just go. My maybe- wife just got her second, second dose yesterday. Okay. Uh, and she did not blow up like a tick, uh, and she is not. Uh, Does that have microchips in cowering it? under the cover, shivering? Uh, oh, like having she, a bad that reaction. To yeah, she's not having a bad reaction. Good, good. Her arm hurt a little bit, like it's a flu shot. May hurt at she's the injection fine. site. Yes, yes. Um, just Where like are podcasters on the list? Are we like right under essential workers? Or yes, I think we're yep. after prisoners. Yeah, I think we're. well we should be i mean most people should be after prisoners yeah uh but yeah prisoners well yeah i don't know let's not get into uh the ethics of having prisons jackie we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first couple of things we're talking about uh we are going to talk about uh the insurrection as super spreader Mm -hmm. event uh, we are going to talk about the census and how the Trump administration uh, fortunately managed to fuck that up. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, we'll check in with him. We'll check in with how how the president is talking now that uh, he's off prompter about the insurrection. His trip to the Alamo or uh, Alamo, Texas, rather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, apparently it was around the wall, but it does seem like one of those things that might have been planned back when they thought they were going to have overthrown Congress uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, We'll talk about the Burger King rebrand because it can't all be bad news. Uh, And yeah, all that plenty more. But first, Jackie, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? I recently Googled, what's the bougiest hotel at the Grand Canyon? Oh, (laughs) Okay. Because so yeah, I'm I'm supposed to be eloping in a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we don't know if we're going to go through with it because hashtag COVID. Uh-huh. 
But we were going to drive. It's supposed to be in Austin. We were going to drive. And I was like, if if I'm driving to my damn wedding, I'm going to do it up nice. Okay. Mm. And I'm not a cabin gal. Right. I need a little luxury. I need a little pampering, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, what is the nicest hotel? Is there like a W right on the edge of the South Ram? Like, I need... Right. I need like something. Where's the uh, you know? infinity pool that goes out into the Grand Canyon? I needed a saline Canyon. infinity Where's pool the that goes right on the edge. Grand Canyon. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Grand Canyon. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it turns out I can't find one. And we're not going to do it Sounds like anymore, a good thing, so. maybe. Oh. The one yeah. thing, the closest thing I saw was that one hotel in Utah, Amangiri. Oh, honey, we that you was on our mean? road trip. Oh, did you, did you no, that there? was our first... No, but my fiance wants to go really That's like bad. the one. So it the, was, when you said that, my first thought was because, look, I'd be on Instagram because all I do is escape. Be oh, like, yeah. What are places around the world where you can go to? Um, oh, Anna Hosni says St. Regis and Park City. Okay. Well, a little bit far, but okay, we're looking for Grand know. Canyon. That's a little off but the path. And Amangiri is right on the that path. That shit, I couldn't believe. I mean, that looks like some like succession shit. That, that whole resort. Do you know how much it it's is? It's like 1400 a night, isn't it? At minimum. The cheapest room that I saw was twenty two hundred. Okay, I saw when Jeez. they were really. That's st- for like their corner janitor closet, right? Which still has like rock face views and like an infinite, yeah. get, like glance into the Utah but wilderness. That was stop one on our. That was stop one on our trip that we yeah. planned. That we're not. I'm doing Geary now. is like one of those things. I put pictures of like a, a goal, like a vision board for my goals to be yes. like. I would like <laughs> to stay goal. there and afford a multi thousands dollar a night hotel, please God. But that's what I'm saying. If I would have stayed there and then I headed to the Grand Canyon, I can't stay in a dirty ass bunk. Right. I needed an almond on the rim. Why don't y'all get a nice ass RV? Oh, honey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do RVs. <laughs> no. You you could do like one a of those uh, limos, like a, a yeah, Merc Sprinter. Like oh yeah, a, I could get one of those Hummer limo. Yeah. Hummer RVs. limo. Like just GI take it across country. Has family. anyone ever done that? <laughs> I mean, listen, With we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I just mm. don't want to spread my dirty LA germs all across our great country. Yeah, so so we decided not keep, to do keep it. Keep that ass at home for a minute. Yes. Um, congratulations, by yeah. the way, on the elopement, the Thank pending you. nuptials. Yeah. That's Thank amazing. You. Yeah. I feel like I've Wedding witnessed- number two. Bow, hey, bow, hey, bow, hey. bow. Starter marriages are real. Bow, bow. Starter marriage, <laughs> damn! So that means you're getting into the real marriage. If it's a, you had to flip the yeah, starter marriage, that's what I'm talking about. Wait, this is time, the Amangiri marriage, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what is special about Amangiri? It's just it's like just really a, pretty, beyond it's like, luxurious hotel in like just this pristine mm-hmm. nature. It just and it's it, it. fuck. It looks it looks like again so next level that I feel like it's some shit like the characters of Succession go to when like they have to get off opioids or something. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, like, the first scene in uh, Succession Yeah, when he's like in two, Iceland when he's like, getting yeah. his shit together after killing someone on accident. It's like, yeah. it has the same like, no, like we're going to speak real quiet. It's nothing but the nature and... I'm not into that like austere thing where it's like I paid four thousand dollars to just like go no, no, stay there. on a stone. No, slate. no, no. There's nothing austere about this place. It's like oh, it's okay, more just it. that like it, they've built this fucking luxury place, and I'm it sure it has really a thousand beautiful. and one yeah, things and it's wrong in the with middle it. Of Environment, environmental yeah. impact may be fucked, but goddamn, if that IG feed, I'm like, what the fuck. All right, I got to check this shit out. Damn it. Now I'm even more sad, Miles. Why'd you have to talk, talk about, about how great it was? Hey, see, this is what I do. The only thing I do, like Her Majesty and I, like to try and keep our head in the game, be like, okay, man, we planning every trip we're doing right. now. 
so we can escape a little yeah. bit into the future. Be like, okay, so what are we doing for the first little break we got? Like when right. we can do shit. Okay, let's go here. Let's really start researching. It's only eight hours from us. It, oh, eight hour drive? Driving? Yes. <sighs> wow. It was stop Later. one on our on our journey. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated, Jackie? AI taking human jobs. Now hear me out. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I recently bought a robot vacuum, and it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Wow. It is incredible. I'm not... I'm I'm gonna have to call Andrew Yang and tell him that there's something there's something yeah. here. <laughs> Let's not jump to this conclusions robot here. vacuum. He knows where my walls are, it. so now like he stops just short of it and will just slowly skim around the side, and it's lovely. It's like a symphony watching him work. Wow, how many and and he cleans, honey. Oh my god, I shed a lot. He's just full of my hair all the time. <laughs> oh, how often do you have to empty one of them things? I mean, I probably run them every two days, and I probably empty them every every time. Day. Okay, every like two times. Yeah, I had one. Um, my dad had like a knockoff Roomba, uh, thing or whatever. You know, like back when everybody was trying to get on like the, like the early mm-hmm. days of robot because yeah. them shits were not that great. And I remember this off brand one he had was so fucking bad. Like it, it, it ran into shit. It would get confused, trap yeah. itself in a corner, go off a step, and be like, "Sorry, y'all." Uh, and then just start beeping <laughs> That's it for me. menacingly like, help me. And you're just like, yo, this shit is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got, I got one. a knockoff one and, uh, I got it on black Friday and no regrets. I mean, well, the technology is the knockoffs far. out there. We, how yeah, far we've I come. I feel like that's, I feel like that's something that somebody needs to, maybe, maybe this can be a new thing for, for daily zeitgeist, like technology that like a lot of people adopted too early. Like mm-hmm. the Roomba is definitely one of those things where like yes, and then the, someone sweeps in and like redoes it. Yeah, and like fixes it. There's like uh, drones have gotten like really easy to use and cool apparently in the past like yeah since the Obama year. administration. Yeah. They were so loud. <laughs> have you ever been to a wedding with a drone and all you hear is that damn buzzing? Yeah, they have like indoor drones now that just like kind of hover around and you can like play with like it's a hockey puck in midair. Um, but yeah, Roomba is like the one that I got the, the generation that I got was the perfect height to just get stuck right under a piece of furniture <laughs> and you would just have to like do a search party Go looking rest. for it's it. Like, yeah. Hey, please. yeah. Uh, it was just that height. Um, so I'm assuming they changed, <laughs> they changed. I mean, that. mine slides under everything with ease. Wow. The one thing he does is he will, if there's a cord on the ground, he will eat your cord. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you just have to lift all the cords up before he goes. Yeah. I mean, I think what, I remember when we were doing the live shows, we talked about the first MP3 player and that motherfucker yeah. was a mess. <laughs> right. So, right. you know, like, yeah, there's definitely ones where people are like, hey, that MP3 thing, we got it on this fucking very cumbersome hard drive shaped like a CD player. And then, like, actual technology companies like, <laughs> thank you. Uh, here it is. Right. Yeah. There's like a, some things it takes the second, third generation, like the iPod was like the the thing that changed the game. But I feel like other things, it's like. 12th generation after you've been like okay i tried that it's a pain in the ass and it doesn't really work and they like figure it out so um jackie what is something you think is overrated you know i've been in my house for you know almost a year and i used to be 
that bitch that would always have a nail. <laughs> and I have not had a nail. I'm rocking the natural nails okay. that the Lord gave me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, why do I need nails? Right. Yeah. Why do we need manicures? Let let the nails grow like the good Lord intended. Wow. Some are short, some are long, some are snagged, some are dirty. <laughs> this is yeah. who I am now. Right. As you can see, I have the one long on my pinky finger. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, always. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he keeps um, saying he's learning a flamenco <laughs> guitar, but I don't know. <laughs> Never. He keeps hitting then me I up just at 4.30 in the morning. And he's it. like, hey, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I mean that that kind of goes with your whole Natch Butte thing, right? That's Nat- true. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I've been meaning to ask. She did show us her nails, and they are uh, naturally very beautiful. As- nails. Well, listen, they're all different shapes, but I've gotten, I've learned to love right. it. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm like a snowflake. Mm-hmm. Only one of me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Everything's unique. Right. Or you cry whenever conservatives do anything. <laughs> oh god i was gonna say Don't for like even in like pandemic right because i think everybody's learned to like sort of distill or dial back things that they thought they needed yes. or whatever so for you i'm curious because i know you last time we t- you know you put me on to hand washing for longer than three seconds mm. uh, the sunscreen. naked minutes you know what i mean yes. to get that oil you know get your body hydrated and shit oil like up that. the ass right uh, and so what is some, uh, so are nails something that you've had an evolution with? I'm guessing like, are there any other things from Oh your... yeah. I used to have a nail. Right. You would never see Jackie J without right, a nail. Right, right, right. Mm. And I had to let that right. go. What else have you let go? I mean, the gray hairs are coming for Ooh. me. Oh wow. The gray okay. hairs are coming for me. I have this like spray. Oh, like the one from the commercial? It's like, Hey, cover up the yeah, grays, like... but I just let them grow for right now. Uh, what else? Completely I had my lips ball. done a few months ago. I'm still human. Okay. Wow. Okay. You know, what, we what have does to, have my lips we, done? It's a calculated yeah. risk. Everything we do, every choice right. we no, make. Jack and I, we all we as well got them done back in was yeah. it, October. So yeah, as just like we we didn't do it in person at the same time. But it was but a we group on a party. Jack was yeah. like, "Look, it doesn't work unless I get to." You know, my wife is like, you're being <laughs> reckless. And I was like, fine. I guess right. I could get a little more body to this top lip. Oof. Yeah. And I only do my upper lip. So that's yeah, why I, I, I had sense. one so left over. That's kind of the trend. Yeah. Yeah. You Simpson know, y'all joke, but that is some Jackie J advice I will give free. Do not use a Groupon to get anything injected <laughs> into your body. Yeah. <laughs> Take it from me. I've learned that lesson for yeah, all the of us. Oh, you had a, you had a, <laughs> There's a few things not to scrimp on in life. You had a cosmetic right. Groupon disaster? I mean, I I did a few laser hair removal sessions that I would say were a little compromising. Yeah, felt like you mm. were getting blasted mm. with the Death Star Ray. <laughs> or just, are there cameras in here? Oh. Where am I? I don't know. Wow. You're like, do you need a GoPro you know on your head while you do this? <laughs> like, it's a fine print in the group on, lady. Glendale has a lot going on. You're like, hold you on. Know, you got to be careful. This is a welding mm. place. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, one thing up top, just because I feel like I have uh, personally cycled between uh, referring to the insurrectionists as terrorists and terrorism and 
people have pointed out that uh, we should give that that suggests we should give more money to fighting terrorism. And there was a GOP never Trumper who was saying we need new laws to be able to fight this sort of thing about the Capitol attack. But I feel like I don't know what what we need is for the old laws to actually be applied evenly to white people on the right and white supremacists, which is, I mean, it's obvious, but it's also like, uh, we don't need new laws. We don't need new terror tax task forces. We need, uh, the old terror task forces to stop being, uh, so lax on violating human rights and also, and also working uh, in law enforcement too. Right. Working law enforcement. It's all very interconnected. But yeah, I mean, the second they start talking about new terror laws, that means more money, for more police yes, yes. and more guns and more bullshit and more whatever the fuck, because there are plenty of laws on the books as they stand that just aren't really being applied. Uh, I think in a way, like at least a lot of activists who are very much on the like watching anti-fascist or watching fascists and monitoring like how law enforcement and they're all are coalescing are like there are plenty of laws that you can just yeah. apply now. And like even uh, Frank Figlusi, who's a big, big uh, pundit on like MSNBC, who's like their sort of in-house fed guy who's like, yeah, no, we need more laws and blah, 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 because it starts. Mm -hmm. The thing is, like, we can't do stuff before stuff's planned. Like, you know, so we need these new laws. And it's just please, because the other the slippery slope is how how, I mean, how much longer till they start applying those laws to people who are like trying to, you know, fight against injustice and like then they can very casually deem it this type of activity which again i understand what they did like in terms of the broader definition of terrorism yes but like when we're talking about new laws and new things like that we're talking about more money for the you know law enforcement military industrial complex and also you know because the war on terror was such a smashing such a resounding success Uh, nailed it exactly and it's so yeah, just a little nuance. And I think a lot of people like as as you listen to the show and hear other people talk like that's something to keep in mind is that what that means is like code for we can we can apply these same sort of things to many people also increase funding for the police because the Capitol Police already had a half billion dollar budget. So right. what was more going to do aside from just actually keeping their own accountable and knowing who works for you? Yeah, you don't need more money. You need to be not bad at your job. Uh and, and you know what's funny? There's a lot of reports too about how over the last few months and years, Trump has only been putting in people at DOJ and the FBI and those other law enforcement agencies who were going to actively make sure there wasn't as much activity investigating his supporters or people who are aligned with course, the ideology. Yeah. So we get these conflicting reports where they're like, well, I don't know. We haven't done that. And other people are like, we warned y'all that there could be a literal war at the Capitol. And yeah. then- You know, there's this like whole confusion of who said what and what's happening now and when and whatever. But it's clear like there's from the top down, there's a lot of things put in place to allow this movement to get larger and stronger. And it's not because the laws are being enforced it's because they're looking the other way. We've been covering this from literally day one on this show. Like when our first test recording was the day after Charlottesville, we were talking about this uh, FBI agent who was like, all right, so clearly there's going to be a huge infrastructure in place to make sure that something like this doesn't happen again. And it was just crickets. There was nothing. They had nothing in place to fight right-wing white supremacist extremism. So, yeah, it's it's bullshit. 
All right, let's talk about nice overlap in the two main stories uh, ripping America apart uh, because the insurrection was also a COVID-19 super spreader event. Yeah, I, I, we, I mean, people probably saw clips as the Capitol was being attacked. Plenty of lawmakers were going into secured rooms and things like that. There's one uh, specific place that we saw footage from where there were only, I think, as much as 150 members were rushed into this secure location um, as the Capitol was being locked down. And there were clips of uh, Democratic lawmakers, you know, imploring their insurrectionist co-workers to maybe wear a fucking mask. We're inside. Mm. We don't know how long we're going to be in here. There's a fucking pandemic going on. And the least you could do is limit the amount of droplets you're putting in the air as you probably yuck it up on parlor or whatever about where the speaker is or what have you. So that was like we saw that video and there was like even a clip of Marjorie Taylor Greene is like the new QAnon disciple in the house, like has her arms crossed and sort of like very amused that someone is asking them to do the bare minimum to ensure people's safety. Uh, but now we are seeing that now at least four to f actually five members now, because a representative from Illinois just tested positive, uh, have tested positive since Wednesday. Um, and mm. yeah, Pramila Jayapal was, I think, one of the latest people uh, we heard about. And yeah, it's just awful when you like these clips are really fucked up because you clearly see there's this one moment where this guy, I think he's from Oklahoma, is just saying like, hey, I don't mean to get political, but no, like we're not we we're not going to wear the mask. Thank you so much. And like, they kind of like laugh it off. Um, and when Marjorie Taylor Greene's office was asked like, Hey, what happened? Um, you know, like why they refuse to wear a mask? We saw that in a clip. Uh, their office said, Congresswoman Green is a healthy adult. She does not believe healthy Americans should be forced to muzzle themselves with a mask. Uh huh. This is why I can't go to my own damn wedding. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can't go to the bougie hotel, but these motherfuckers can just breathe their dirty droplets in everybody's mm -hmm. face. It's infuriating, truly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like, like, as if this shit wasn't bad enough, you know, like there's an insurrection. Now we have like fucking just biological warfare being waged on them because they won't take their masks off. Ayanna Presley tweeted, she said the second she saw all those people who were like rah rahing the insurrection, she got the fuck out of that room. She was like, I don't even want to be yeah. those people. And she's like, and I really, my heart goes out to the people that were stuck with those people because yeah, look what we're starting to see bear out in these positive results that are, you know, getting. And don't forget everyone there is also going home to their little hometowns and whatnot and spreading it all over their communities right. too. Yeah. Fun. Were people rah-rahing the insurrection like as it was happening, or they were just the people who had up been until then saying this stolen, stolen. Yeah. But I mean, like let's but let's be real. Over like a hundred, what fifty people still after that were like, yeah, I'm contesting it because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The insert uh, the sedition caucus uh, is is you know is very healthy at the moment. Mm. Yeah, I mean. It's such a tired take to just be like Fox News, but it's not like if you just step back and view the country, like it's not a healthy uh, way to exist where there is a huge chunk of the population that's getting all their news from a place that has no duty to to tell the truth or have any relation to uh, reality. Right. And that's I mean, it's just it's incredibly frustrating. To, well, and it's and it's also like reduced it to the point where 
even an act to protect human life is seen as something so offensive or like bullshit. And it's like, you couldn't even for a second, like, you know, like because they're so caught up in like the optics of it or what they define mask wearing to be that even in the mid, like it's, yeah, that's how far gone uh, these paths have gone uh, to the point where now it's just human, the, you know, human life is just completely an afterthought. I mean, but of course we've seen that with the hundreds of thousands of deaths that have occurred. Yeah. We need to, yeah. And the mainstream media stop, needs to stop treating it as another side of a debate. Like it, it is seditious. It's not, not, not acceptable. Um, all right. Let's talk about the census. A little bit of good news coming out of, uh, Trump being just a completely incompetent piece of shit. Um, the administration missed a deadline, uh, so they're not going to be able to to uh, fuck with the census results. Yeah, they can't as much as they intended. They to. can't present their findings of the census to Congress, which is the thing they were love ba 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 loving it because they wanted mm. to basically fuck up the analysis to not include the undocumented. Uh, populations in in all the states so that would mean less funding like less you know like what it means for representation in congress anything like that like just by a limit making that an invisible population completely creates a burden and it's just you know obviously one of their fantasies to make life as hard as possible for people of color and this deadline like they had to hit it in order to be able to execute this plan of dismissing those numbers but for whatever reason they, I mean, not whatever reason. They, I think they were just their eye was too much on the insurrection plot that they couldn't. They forgot about this other thing about completely fucking over undocumented people. Um, so what that means is uh, this is from an article: the outcome that assures that the 2020 census data will not be affected by one of outgoing President Trump's priorities for the data: the subtraction of undocumented immigrants from the population count, a move that would wildly affect congressional representation and federal funding. So that's something. Uh, I'm like. It's so weird that the bare minimum, I'm like, oh, small victory. They fucked mm-hmm. up the deadline to completely manipulate the census data to do harm to undocumented people. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God, that felt good, huh? What else? What else? <laughs> the bar is very low at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Dangerously but- low. I mean, and again, this is the thing we're talking about is uh, an opportunity to prevent them from uh, bending the very fabric of reality, like to change, change uh, the counting of actual human beings uh, so that the people that they don't give a shit about don't get like the the things they need to survive to live. It's a Um, yeah, just a disappearing of millions of people. Just instantly. And, you know, with this like agenda of America first or whatever. I mean, look, we're going to be grappling with this kind of ideology until who knows when. Uh, But it's it's just like really, again, underlines the, you know, the cruelty that they seek is just more like, oh, yeah, like we do. We want to do the census so we can just make sure these people don't have any kind of support in any meaningful way. That's the point. It's not anything else. Not because of austerity or anything like that. that, that. No. Purely to do harm. Purely white supremacy. Um, Kevin McCarthy, uh, speaking of white supremacy, 
so he is the House Minority Leader. Uh, he has had his eyes on that speaker's gavel ever since Paul Ryan bounced. Um, and he's the dude who, uh, this is what, because there's just so many of these fuckers to keep track of, but this is the thing that crystallized it in my memory was he's the one who gave Donald Trump uh, red and pink starbursts and pulled out all the yellow and orange ones because those are the president's favorite mm-hmm. um, and has just been his most loyal yes man in Congress yeah. or one of his most loyal. Um, and now he's trying to trying to figure out how to move forward. Well, it's bad, you know, because he was clearly by being aligned with Trump, it, it elevated him instantly, you know, to be the minority leader, to never go against the president, to like re-articulate whatever bullshit, cruel, inhumane thing he's saying to make it sound like normal English. And he was like, oh, he's like, I'm on my way. 2022, the midterms are going to hit. I'm going to be the fucking speaker because like there's going to be a lot of outraged Republicans and then maybe I can get. But the insurrection went down. And now he can't get anyone in his party in line. Uh, Everyone sees him for the complicit piece of shit he is. The contributions are stalling out because of their support of the insurrection. And, you know, this all kind of, I guess, came to a head or relative, whatever we can call something coming to a head with when it comes to infighting with President Trump and the Republicans. But on a call, he was basically begging the president He's like, yo, you got to knock the conspiracy shit off. Please just let go of this. Like, this is going to completely, this is going to do more damage than when you're out of the party, which you think he gives a fuck? No, he doesn't. Because there's already rumors of him saying that if he can't pardon himself, no one's getting pardoned. So that's another thing we have to keep an eye on. But with McCarthy, he was saying, he's like, no, it's it was Antifa. That's what was going on. It's like, I'm not saying anything bad. And that's when apparently for people that were on this call said, quote, this is what McCarthy said back to him, like getting fired up, quote, it's not Antifa, it's MAGA. I know I was there. And then mm. when it, they, they said they described, quote, the White House official said the call was tense and aggressive at times with Trump ranting about election fraud and exas- and an exasperated McCarthy cutting in to say, stop it. It's over. The election is over. Ooh, uh, ouch. I mean, but too late, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what what he's like scrambling for, because really, this is just Kevin McCarthy trying to survive his like pursuit of power more than being like, we've hit an end of a road. President Trump, it's over. We shouldn't have done this. This was a mistake. He's like, you fucking up my chances to be fucking speaker, motherfucker. So please help me. And that just shows you like everyone has their own self-serving calculus when it comes to what's happening right now. And because no one is actually cares about the integrity of how this, you know, country is functioning, albeit terribly. Uh, we have all these fuck everyone's being pulled in all these fucking weird directions and the Republican Party is truly having a like a crisis moment too because while there are people who are like, you know, you have the never trumpers that are in office are like fuck this and then a lot of people who are like no, I'm going all in on the conspiracy theory stuff no matter what it does to contributions for the party as a whole. So it's a uh, bit chaotic i mean but that's that's just how this year is turning out to be it's just so obvious though that that's what they're doing they're like self-serving but it won't be obvious to the right people right Right. you know like it's just it's a mess it's just a damn mess it's just it, it really is a like they've found a way to like rally 
the millions of people who cannot accept that they've made a mistake and like it's now just steadfast in this thing of like mm, i don't think i've ever done anything wrong ever and even the things i said that were wrong were actually <laughs> not right but they were right back then maybe wrong right. now but that doesn't mean i'm wrong like it's just like so confounding i mean it's all mark zuckerberg's fault right i mean i feel like th- his name needs to be definitely being brought up more in terms of like what you know social media networks and like how these algorithms are like accelerating people's radicalization absolutely right well everybody just wants followers like mm-hmm. ted cruz he's like man i'm going to get i'm going to get more followers when i make my big speech right. that's mm-hmm. all it is and all is. these like wealthy patriot types too who are like big figures in the maga patriot qAnon movement they're typically wealthier people who are sort of like, well, I'm kind of also trying to get my pseudo celebrity on and oh, knowing yeah. the culture that they operate in. They're like, OK, so I got to go all in on talking this shit to get my numbers up. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's when. But that's what's so fucked up. And but it makes sense because no one is actually the people who, you know, there's a set of people who are just hook, line and sinker ingesting all this shit and it's their reality then there's another group who doesn't give a fuck what it means that they're saying they just like the validation of social media likes and followers right and not actually being putting together like what it's doing then there are people who do know what the fuck they're doing but everyone's just kind of in it for their ego and just this you know or sense of belonging if you're on more of the side of these people who are like you know when you read these um now uh just interviews with people who have been arrested who are kind of like, I don't know, like, that's what they told, that's what we were doing. And like, they don't even, they're right. even confused now. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth from Knoxville had no clue why she was there. Oh, no, not at all. Or the it's a not, revolution. Not a it's a revolution. Um, and for what? Please articulate what the revolution, don't just say it to get Chinese communists. The election. Everything's just so it's... fake. You know, like <laughs> what? Did you see that one? The Good Liars, that no. video clip that they put up. Oh uh-uh. my God. Yo, it starts off their their content has been like on point recently, but they were there on the sixth. And the guy's like, Hi, I'm here in Washington, DC, where the gr- largest group of losers has gathered to contest the results of the election. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, here's one now. And it's like these two older guys with like MAGA regalia on. And he's like, sir, like he just seamlessly from his intro just walks up to this guy, puts a mic in his face, like, <laughs> sir, if you could say something to President Trump right now, what would you say? He starts breaking down in tears. Oh, he's, I've seen that. And he's like, and I tell him he's the best president ever. And if and if this doesn't go right. I don't know what's going to happen. And the guy's like, and there you have it. And cut to everything. That happened. You're like, oh my God, this is just, wow. people have completely, you know, traded their old lives for this cult life. Because even now, like the way people talk on parlor or like the Donald website and all those message boards right now, the phase of like grief they're in is like, they're bragging about how they've completely spiked their personal and familial relationships for this. We're like, mm. ah, yeah, so my wife filed for divorce finally, and it doesn't matter because she's from San Francisco. And you're like, yo, look at you. Like, right. y'all are, I don't know, like, you, they're going to find themselves in this very isolated place, but that's only going to radicalize them further. So it's hard to see where you interrupt this process. It is, but it's it definitely has more more in common with a death cult than it does like a... Like from that respect, it has more in common with the death cult than it does like a actual like fascist movement where like people 
are actually bringing their whole family along with them. Like the the people seem to be right. more just completely rejected by the next generation for the most part. Um, I mean, it's it's somewhere in between those two things. Right. Uh, great two great options that we have. But there. that's why I think it's <laughs> fascist uprising or death. Well, cult. right, and then but also like even in their reality, like the end game is happening. You know, right. because when Parler goes down. They're kicked off of Twitter. They start reading articles like about how all the information from Parler has been scraped and they know who the users are and where they were like sending Parleys from. That's only going to feed the paranoia of what they believe is like, see, now they've identified all the patriots and now we're on a list. You know what I mean? And that I think is another right. dimension of it that acceler- that will also accelerate that I'm very weary and, uh, you know, that's very unsettling to think about. Like, because imagine if you're in your like, because this is their reality. You know, there's not many people right. who are like, oh, I know it's bullshit, but I'm still go there. Like, no, for a lot of people, because this is the only like per- their perception is this. So that this is their reality. That if you were in a position where you're like law enforcement has a list of all of us and like and I, and I was right. there to defend the president, like what is going on? That kind of, you know, it, it it's sort of yes. Anding. Yeah. Their right. whole agenda. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, and yeah. not to say that they, they shouldn't be doing that, but I'm like, that's where they're at right now, based on like a lot of the things you see. But then there's also uh, the the threats uh, to the inauguration are also steadily continuing. So, yeah. Um, God, can you imagine being a Secret Service agent? Period. That would be terrible. But uh, also, like for the next three years, like there's oh just going to be an, a portion of the population that is openly in favor of assassinating the president for years. And law enforcement's like, oh, come on. They're not going to do, oh, shit. You know what I right. mean? Like, that's right. how, I mean, not that they're even surprised, but they're, they want to, they're just being like, oh, you're worrying. You're worrying. You're worrying. Go, yeah. go, go, go. You're worrying. You're worrying too much. You know, um, if I were Biden, I would just skip inauguration oh, yeah. and go to Angiri for a couple nights, you know? I would yeah, yeah. hologram inauguration on that shit. Straight up, mm-hmm. I'll be like, but like, do not tell Zoom. anybody. Just do the hologram, and then when they try and shoot him, like he's like oh. backstage and comes out like the Wizard of Oz. He's like Doctor Manhattan. Um, they put up a forty foot version of Biden. He's like, you motherfucker! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could fucking uh, defeat me? I'm Joe Biden. I can't think of a person who would be less imposing as a forty foot version of themselves than Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I'm so just still I'm, that's why I'm like, but you know, with all the, you know, obviously the tensions are ramping up. There's a lot more stories about how these lawmakers were briefed, uh, how these lawmakers were, I'm sorry, <clears throat> how these lawmakers were briefed by law enforcement intelligence agencies on what they believe the threats are to the inauguration and the Capitol going forward. And it's like, I can't believe anyone would be like, yeah, let's do the inauguration still. And I get that you want to act like, well, they're not going to deter this. But at the same time, these people don't seem like they give a fuck about any, like it's, it's gonna, they're gonna, they're not going to stop. I don't think, um, at least if we should do the, the thing that people are doing with like their birthdays or Jackie with weddings and be like, we're going to do your big inauguration, Joe, uh, next year after the pandemic and after 2023. Yeah. 2024 (laughs) inauguration. (laughs) Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. When um, uh, when we swear well, in President Holly, 
uh, our president-elect Holly. <laughs> oh, what we'll do is we'll do Biden's inauguration from his first term, and then you can then just pivot to Holly, and it'll just be really seamless. Um, let's talk about what Trump is saying about his speech, because uh, as we mentioned on yesterday's episode, there's a lot of detailed analysis of his speech that points out that he is directly calling for uh, violence at the Capitol. Yeah, fight like hell. But <laughs> Yeah, but the president was asked off prompter to address his comments, and as is the case with any non-scripted speech that he is giving is just fully self-serving, a deluded, warped version of reality. Terrible thing. And you have to always avoid violence. And we have we have tremendous support. We have support probably like nobody's ever seen before. Always have to avoid violence. What is your role in what happened at the Capitol? What is your so if you read my speech, and many people have done it, and I've seen it both uh, in the papers and in the media, on television, uh, it's been analyzed, and people thought that what I said was totally appropriate. And if you mm -hmm. look at what other people have said, politicians mm -hmm. at a high level, about the riots during the summer, the horrible riots in Portland and Seattle and various other, other places, that was a real problem, what they said. But they've analyzed my speech and my words and my final paragraph, my final sentence, and everybody to the T thought it was totally appropriate. Okay, thank you. Okay. Everybody to, to the, the T. T. You're not, you're, you act like you got like your fucking graded book report back. Right. They looked yeah, at the exactly. intro paragraph, they looked at the body, they looked at the conclusion, the topic sentence, and it was fantastic. Like it's, like you're saying, this, the only way he can demonstrate contrition as if he ever has or even approaches right. something like close to accountability or like I did an oopsie it this shit has to be scripted and him just mindlessly reading off a teleprompter because the jazz musician Donald Trump is an inhumane fucking fascist who doesn't give a fuck about anything but himself or let alone even like what a movement is around him he's just like at the end of the day it's all about him getting what he wants and you know fuck everything else so mm. Oh, totally appropriate. The same thing as what he totally said with fucking the Ukraine call. You know what I mean? They uh, they analyzed it. I've seen on TV. I've seen in the media. Uh, they've analyzed it. I don't know. I guess it's probably Newsmax and Fox News. Uh, yeah, of course. But Billy Crystal the, the analyzed this, conclusive. and he's also <laughs> said it was fantastic. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about. Uh, the big news of the day, the Burger King rebrand. And they're back. <laughs> and we're back. And uh, Burger King is also back with a warmer, uh, more 90s inspired logo uh, that I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on. Isn't this shit the same one? It's basically the same. They, they, I think they've done a couple things to make it simpler. Like it used to be a yellow bun and now it's an orange bun. Oh, and the top bun um, is a little bit higher than the old school one. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, like you do with your lips, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> top lip, treated. Interesting. Uh, Look full. at the differences between the Burger King logo and Jack's lips from 2019 to 2021. Mm. The top one got Thank bigger. You. 
Thank you. I like their little style um, guide that they put out. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, they like the wrappers uh, that they wrap their food in have changed and they have like they've done a cool redesign that like basically takes it back to basics. Uh, I guess the so they had changed their logo 20 years ago uh, to like they put this like blue almost like loading bar around the yeah. burger that like and made the burger look like it was like speeding through time and space uh, like by just tilting it a little bit. And it was I honestly, meant to I don't emphasize, even get burger from that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was meant to emphasize speed. Oh, really? Uh, which is also what their food has emphasized for the past 20 years is just like, yeah, just open up. We'll throw it at your face. You pig. Um, and now, yeah, I mean, supposedly they're, you know, the, the rebrand is supposed to reflect a new warmth. Uh, if they can make their food reflect that new warmth, they can actually be warm. <laughs> um, and fries I've heard they've done, a re a uh, reboot on their fries, which was much needed. I feel like their old fries used. They were to be ripping like, off Jack in the Box fries. I remember. Well, like I was like, oh, y'all are doing this weird. I feel like they were like battered yeah. in a weird way, but not like they. Yeah, it was. I feel like they their former fries were similar to what aliens would make it just based purely on watching humans eat real fries, like not knowing anything else, just like seeing the shape. It was like battered, weird potato ish sticks, but not really. Right. Um, and again, not always hot, not rarely hot enough. I feel like, um, I think this is just part of like, I, f I find myself looking backwards constantly and finding comfort. Yeah. In the times where I was not aware enough of how cruel the world was, the 90s. <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah, I remember this. This reminds me of a thing I didn't want to eat, and but I remember being driven to a practice or something by someone's parent. Absolutely. And that's what this evokes. And I, pardon me, like I think I've really been underrating how much the aesthetic, like how we all just, we, we pivoted off of the American insurrection in progress uh, to mm -hmm. being like, Oh, the, the Burger King thing looks like when we were babies. <laughs> like it immediately found a little yeah. comfort in that. I mean, one side uh, is always someone's always going to be using nostalgia. It might as well not be the insurrectionists. That's what <laughs> the Nazis used nostalgia to a uh, really strong, uh, successful effect. Right. So, uh, but yeah, people always fuck with nostalgia. I feel like teenagers' shoes now look like the Payless rack from when I was 12. No, you it's said teenagers. Like... <laughs> teenagers shoes nowadays. Te these teenagers <laughs> shoes. Were there. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. They look like yeah. what? Like the Payless rack from when I was 12. Like, just like it's chunky all just coach like those, shoes. Yeah, chunky white coach sneakers. Yeah. Uh, like the Reeboks and shit. And... I don't know. They they've also there are certain brands that have like tried to do the time travel thing, like cereals dabbled with it. We talked about on a on a past episode. Like they were like, we're gonna go back to making the cereals exactly like we made them when you were a kid, and, and with lead paint. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, huh. I think like that wasn't a thing that I I feel like I was asking for. But I, I did want to open it up to like, what are products or brands that you guys would fuck with? Like a uh, taking it back to like any point in time. Like I, I was thinking Pizza Hut needs to 
go back to those old pizza parlors that have all been turned into bank buildings that oh, randomly have man, a weird the, like hat shape roof. Yeah, the buffet. We um, used to go to they we had one by our high school. We would always jack yeah. all the silverware. We I don't know what the fuck was wrong with us. But we will go to this. Yeah, place. they need to bring back that reading, the summer reading program where kids room. could. Yeah. Yo, I we yeah. used to have so many of those red pebble cups. glass pitchers of soda, pe- pebble glass, uh, those yeah, red soda pe- cups, pebbled plastic yeah. Coca Cola cup. We used to just in the by the handfuls, and I remember we would just be like, "Look at my boy Chris, like, what are we doing with all this shit?" Like, yeah. why? I bet those are on eBay right now for like fifty dollars each. Right? Yeah. Woo. And. They might as well fix or that like amber colored big ass pebbled cup. You know what I mean? The plastic yeah. amber one that was like sort of generic throughout the eighties and early nineties. I might have to just rearrange all my shit so I feel like I'm out like round table pizza in eighty eight. I want a cafeteria tray and I want to yeah. like eat my food on it every day. See, this is all just yeah. Don't worry, we'll be doing that in the prison camps when the fascist yeah, so, uh, more McDonald's the, the, for you, prisoner slop. Like uh. <laughs> the prison camp will just be very design '90s design. In, say, we'd lo- we'll inspired. love the rapper. yeah, but we love the aesthetic. Uh, the old McDonald's. Remember the old McDonald's like hand, like sort of cursive script shit they used to have. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. That's another thing I would think about. Um, yeah, I feel like new McDonald's though. Like by they now have like video game consoles in McDonald's that you can like kids can play, which is dirty. But so they was do? the ball pit. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Uh, I feel like they've been up in their game quietly a little bit. Like the in person McDonald's. I haven't been uh, in one in a minute. Yeah, I, I stopped in one on a on a road trip a couple years ago, and I was like playing there playing was Xbox a, all day in there. Yeah, I just sat in there and uh, the kids were out in the car crying, but I was, <laughs> I mean, they're like very simple kid-based games, but it's basically the same idea as like the Playhouse. Right. But... Oh, right. Damn, the Playhouse. I remember I fucked my knee up really bad in one of those, but you know. Have cars tried doing uh, the thing that like shoes do now? Like retro they like release retro? Like I would fuck with like an old... Like I put a picture in the dock of like this old uh like nineties hatchback that I would like if you could get a new one of those. I like would that, drive that a would Mustang five point oh. Uh like yeah. an old school drug dealer. But like car. a hybrid. Yeah. Like and you could just put a speaker in that shit to make it sound like the wild exhaust. <laughs> I mean, like they they're bringing the Bronco back. That's like the closest thing I can think of of them being like, huh, huh? Remember when OJ? But it doesn't really look <laughs> right. like I mean, it's based off of it. It's just a behemoth of a car. But yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? Why not retro these cars? Like, my dad up. still has a Bronco from '92, and he drives it to this day. It's had it has almost four hundred thousand miles oh, on hell it. Yeah. What color is it? It's like dark navy with the white, like top. top. Oh yeah. Wow. That's and when nice. I was in high school, I was like embarrassed by it because that was like, it was a 90s car and this was the 2000s. Yep. But now when I go home, I'm like, dad, can I drive the Bronco? Yeah, for a photo shoot. <laughs> but I can't anymore. It is now a classic car and it's on special classic car insurance. It's a classic oh, wow. car? Anything over 25 years oh, old is gotcha. a classic car. So it it gets filed under a different insurance policy. Is it more or less? More because to to repair it would Probably possibly- Probably more. Damn. Got the vintage oh, I don't know, Bronco actually, yeah, I don't come know. looking like OJ and AC cruising down the 405. I mean, it's really cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't start nine times out of 10, but when it does. Right. 
I, I mean, I don't want the interior and like the engine to be the 90s version. Like, yeah, it should definitely be an electric vehicle yeah. or something. But just like the, the body and the design, I feel like there's like something dope about some of the some of the old cars. Hey, Not just so you them. know, John Johnson, my dad, has kept it up real nice. The interior looks clean. Ooh. Wow. See, so if John y'all want to come to Dallas. Bring a trailer. Ride in bring the Bronco a trailer. Bring a trailer.com. He's putting that thing up. <laughs> but yeah, I think the other one, a 2002 Nissan Skyline R34. Uh, I'll take that retro. Yeah, I'm not a car guy, so I just like looked up a picture on Google Images and was like, uh, yeah, this, this one will do. It's like I always called it a rabbit because I think there was a car called the rabbit that looked like what that. What was your but... first car? What was everybody's first car? Uh, my first car was a, I mean, it was basically my mom's car, but it was a uh, Chevy Blazer two door, a two door oh, SUV. Shit. Oh yeah. yeah, like it was like basically the little brother of the Bronco, right? Exactly. What about you, Jackie? Yeah, I drove a gold Chrysler Sebring convertible Woo! because that's what Rose McGowan drove in Jawbreaker. Oh shit! And I said, I need that. Oh my god! <laughs> that's dope. what was the main song? It was from used, that, but it was it was pretty cool. That uh, soundtrack. I had that soundtrack. From Jawbreaker. Yeah, man. Maybe I'll sing that next time I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Other pitches I have for you okay. guys. A mall that is just completely yep, 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 like from the yep. 80s. Like you just take that Wonder Woman 84 mall and just like bring Stranger it to Things, life. the Stranger Things mall. Yeah, My the Stranger heart. Things mall. I want to smell incense in Spencer's gift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And flip through the black light. Right. I want to go to Walden Books. You know what I mean? Right. I want to go to Yeah, exactly. Walden Books. Exactly. Fuck I want to yeah. go to motherfucking uh Imaginarium. You know what I mean? And walk yeah. through the little door on the side, like the Jimboree <laughs> store. Okay. Mm. I want to play with the rain stick and Imaginarium and then go to Sharper Image. Oh yeah. And, get, and be told to get <laughs> off. Sitting that yeah, told to get chair. off because I'm yeah. a child. But really, they mean I'm not a serious <laughs> customer. Um right. Fuck. Oh yeah, sharper image. And go to A and W. Go to fucking they Orange could, Julius. Yeah, Woo! they could do the like the, these brands need to. I'm telling know, you, man. there is hire me. Been, I'm, look for any savvy entrepreneur out there that listens to the show and wants some bad advice from a podcaster. Listen to this idea I have. <laughs> what, it's all about experiencing shit after this. Like the yeah, that's fucking. The, I cannot imagine a dam that is like holding back something more like ferocious than people's desires to like be around other people and just do what is like normal quote unquote. And I feel like that shit is going to be reduced to literally like walking around a sick ass mall that looked like it did 30 years ago. You know how like people go to Ren fairs and they get into character. Like I want to go into an immersive mall where no one has their phones. No one's allowed to have phones out. Oh yeah. shit! Right, and you have to dress up. Yeah, you give the you put them in the bag like at a yes, uh, Dave Chappelle show, right. yeah. and everyone is like cosplaying as a, a different person, right. and like we have to do and this. It's Clinton's first I mean, at term. least Disney should have this like as a as a section of the park or something. Oh right? yeah, like Mall World. Yeah, yeah. You just get a nineties. I mean, somebody you look. World. You just you you you're one of these people who buys a bunch of distressed brands that were big in the nineties. So you own all the fucking yeah. copyrights and things like that. Yeah. And then you team up with these abandoned mall owners and be like, Yo, I know this oh, sounds there's wild. There's a ton of abandoned malls. Yeah. You think this sounds wild, but motherfuckers will come here and shop. I 
Oh, I I'll will go. buy all of the limited two. I will buy limited two sweatshirts, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. pants, everything. Merry go around, uh, chess king. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll write my parents' information on that dumbass raffle to win a Mitsubishi <laughs> Eclipse in the middle of the mall. And all it does is sign them up for like yeah, junk mail for exactly. life. Exactly. And they're like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this? I'm getting this Mitsubishi." That's mail. actually what drove that gener- generation uh, to to be as bad as they are. Is all the junk mail we signed <laughs> yeah, them up that's for? Yeah. Where yeah. it started. God, do you know anybody um, who ever won one of them? No, it's a scam to get your information. Wait, I mean, that, I someone had to win, even if it was Actually, a stooge, I, right? I won one sweepstakes in my life from the back of a uh, pizza box, or not a pizza box, a cereal box, and it was like a uh, like one of those. It was sort of like a broke knockoff Lego set, but I set so I had to send away for it. It came, and it was like a tiny. It was like five pieces right. that they gave you. Like that was wasn't even worth the, the, the postage yeah, that it took. To exactly. Yeah, exactly. Some bullshit. My mom got to be on a billboard once because she won a radio station contest. Oh, that's tight. Mm. That is very. I've dope. never won. Yeah, like she a... just had a bumper sticker on her car, oh. and they like found her or whatever. I wow. I won a a raffle at my block party in '97, uh, where I mm. got a basically industry copy of the Batman Forever soundtrack. And by industry copy, you knew because they drilled that hole in the barcode in the back. Because you're like, this shit was not bought from a store. This shit came out the Warner Brothers offices. Wow. Um, and wow. I remember being like, yo, because I've never fucking won anything. I remember looking at that ticket and them calling the number out. And I'm like, I'm in, motherfucker. Get me that Batman Forever motherfucking soundtrack. That was All a right. good soundtrack, yeah. too. I have another. Yeah, oh, no. that is like I'm sorry, it wasn't Batman Forever. Last, like- I'm sorry. sorry so I'm, it was Batman and Robin. That's oh. the one that had... Um, the fucking Lucia Silverstone. Yes, and also had a Arnold Smashing Schwartz. Pumpkins uh, yes. track on it. That's a mm. forgotten bop. Honestly, yeah. we just rewatched all the, the end Batman is the films. beginning of the end is the the end or whatever. I feel was like the name of yes. that song. Uh, the end is the beginning is the end is yep. the end. And that that's a good song. Was the movie better than you remember? I don't remember. No. I remember that fucking okay. soundtrack. It's Bone Thugs. The movie is very, very silly, yeah. like yes. ridiculously silly. Almost, I, I guess when I saw it, I thought it was fun. Like the Joel Schumacher Batmans, you know, they are very campy, mm-hmm. mm. but it was really, really silly. Yeah. I, I'm a Batman Forever gal. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Batman Forever is dope. But yeah. Ben like Batman you Returns. Kill the dinosaurs, the Ice Age. <laughs> Thank you. I just love Jim Carrey. I, I don't know if I ever cannot. Mm-hmm. No, I, Batman, Batman Returns is dope. It's getting to the point that like you, all like film people are like Batman Returns is actually one of the. You got to check this shit out. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I saw it bubbling when uh, people. It ended up on a lot of Christmas film lists. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, okay, cool. But yeah, that song um, by Bone Thugs. Look into my eyes and tell me what it is you see. Man, that shit. <laughs> God, Ninety-seven. So take me. I back. feel like soundtracks are a, are a nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Because I think the deals are just different now. Like, and people are like, mm, I don't know if I'm gonna license my song for that thing when I can make more money by not having it on this compilation CD, right. essentially. And also, like, gone are right. the days of like, yo, Puff Daddy made a song just for the new uh, Godzilla. fucking Avengers <laughs> movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it was yeah, Come yeah. with Me was the fucking my god. People were like, what is Diddy doing? Yeah. Okay, another pitch. Uh, <laughs> if you opened a blockbuster in LA right. where you could rent 
a wireless VCR that could be like attached to either your TV via Wi-Fi or Chromecast or something like that. I, I feel like people might be in. What if that. I? What if we just? I think the other version is just put VHS quality things on Netflix. Yeah, like it's yeah, a thing. Like just be it. like, you want that shit? Four K, ten eighty, seven twenty, motherfucking VHS, bro. But the experience of going to Blockbuster, I feel right. like people still fuck with. Yeah, that um, seems like a bit of a, the mall thing. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. It's because... I mean, these kids, these teenagers, know. you know, they don't know <laughs> the struggle of going to Blockbuster on a Friday night and everything's out. Yeah. Yeah. All the new releases are right. out. Oh, you want to play Earthworm Jim on Super Nintendo? <laughs> See you in seven <laughs> years, nice motherfucker. Because somebody been Would you like it? Get on the 35 list, copies yeah. of Titanic, though? Yeah, it's like... Because we got no. that. No. Actually, just just crush me under a pile of Titanic VHSs, please. A fitting end for me. All right, so we'll stick with malls. No, no, bringing Blockbuster back. Uh, I just there, there'll be a Suncoast video at the mall. There'll though. be a Suncoast, oh, obviously, yeah. uh, with the Sam Goody right next door. I mean, it's all. Mm. There. Do either of you have sisters, or I don't know, maybe you, Sanrio Surprise? The oh San yeah, Rio I'm, store, I'm an only Kitty. child, but yeah, I was on that shit so early. Um, and I remember there was a Sanrio store like in a mall by me. And I remember like, I would be like, tell my mom, I'm like, it's, it's different than what they have in Japan. And then walk out <laughs> in disgust. Uh, and then like, I would dunk on, like, I remember when that shit was big. I, when I, when I was in Japan, I made sure to like bring the fucking like Batsumaru shit before that was out. And I'm like, oh, y'all fucking with Keropi? <laughs> Check out Batsumaru. <laughs> y'all even got this shit out here, Japan. motherfucker. And they're like, what is that? I'm like, huh. Uh, that is actually the benefits of being coming from an interracial marriage. Okay, that's what that is. <laughs> uh, Jackie, it has been a pleasure having you. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? Well, I have a podcast called Natch Butte, and it yeah, comes yeah. out every Thursday, and it is a beauty comedy podcast. We talk about self care and skin care and beauty and things like that. So check that out, and um, maybe I need to incite. I don't know. My Instagram is pretty flat these days. Uh, I have had zero growth in a year. Zero growth in a year, honey. Get there. So if you want to follow, <laughs> if you want to come say hi, it's Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram. Go ahead. I'll post if y'all come. Yeah. You know. Uh, and I know that was bringing it for the dog photos too. You know, Chooch. You know what I mean? Check out the Chooch yeah. photos. Chooch. Yeah, there's a dog. You know. Yeah, Jackie. Is there a tweet you've been enjoying? I mean, listen, I'm from Texas originally, and I just hate Ted Cruz. I hate him so deeply in my body. And Allison Agosti, who's a great Twitter assassin, <laughs> tweeted yesterday, I think that Ted Cruz is a malignant presence in the Senate and a threat to democracy, but I also think it's really, really funny that he's trying to be hot. <laughs> and she posted this photo of him, and it's true. He really yeah, is trying to be hot. I know. There was yeah. another photo and, I saw of him. It looked like if Mario Lopez completely fucked his life up. <laughs> is it that one? Uh, no, there's like one where he, he like, it's like he's doing like this weird, it's like they're catching him mid-sentence, so he's really, his face is contorted. <laughs> like they were shading him by putting it there, but I was looking, I was like, and I was showing her majesty, I'm like, doesn't that kind of look like a fucked up Mario Lopez? It did, but yeah. Mario Lopez, I need his skin routine. <laughs> uh, you mean- what He has fuck? not aged. Okay, well, go to Mount Doom and spill your blood before Satan, uh, and then, yeah. you, might, you know, you might get that contact info for that dermatologist. <laughs> I mean, at back at Cracked, our writer Robert Brockway was was writing 
like over a decade ago about Keep your eye on how this guy. Mario Lopez is in league with Satan. Yeah, and it's no, nothing uh, I have seen has led me to uh, not Jackie, for someone who does a podcast about skincare and things like that, is there any scientific research of looking at these shapeshifter immortal types and being like, can do we need to kind of figure out what the fuck is going on with them to start figuring out how we can get everybody right? You know what? That's something I'm going to deeply look yeah. into now. I think that's a good episode. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Like the science of like the Pharrells and Mario Lopez well, and shit. To be honest, I think it's human growth hormone, but oh. I don't know if that's See, but let's I don't get know. to it. I'm not, I'm not What's the myth of yeah. because okay, like is like Angela Bassett has aged remarkably. Oh, and that ain't no HGH. You know what I mean? And obviously it no, I think some people are just gods blessed. Among us. Yeah. And God. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. is a queen. Yeah. Yeah. So a literal African. Let point. us know. Mm. Let us know. Zygang, is it HGH? What is going on? Is there mm. maybe you're a scientist and you is this even a field of study? Because there has to be some looking at people who age remarkably well and be like, how do we get there? Well, Pharrell is really into skincare. He has his own line. And I heard he uses eye cream as full face cream. And he also wow. exfoliates every single day. He bobs for apples and Lumiere. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Goals. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you? I was just thinking, you seen the OA? No. Oh, man. There's like, because, you know, it's about these near-death experiences, and they have to get hooked up to this helmet that fills up with water to, like, drown them to get them to these near-death experiences. I was just thinking of Pharrell like that, but it's just all eye cream fills up this, like, glass head boy. (laughs) (laughs) It just comes out looking beautiful. For me, Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray, 420 Day Fiance is the other podcast. We're just talking 90 Day. And some tweets that I like. Let's see. The first one is from at Adam Friedland. Uh, says, not watching Queen's Gambit. Don't like it when girls play games. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, another one's from uh, Jesse Gaskell at, Jesse, at Jesse's Twat. Uh, FBI agents frantically learning to play bass so they can infiltrate every Leonard Skinner cover band. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> or just like look in your own departments too. But anyway, that, that might work too. Mm. Oh, sorry. And one more. Uh, from at Fizza Dosania, past guest, she tweets: "Sex is cool, but have you ever been brown while watching white terrorists dragged off a plane?" A <laughs> bit, of, bit of shot in Freud, yeah. I I think I must be hungry because all the tweets I'm liking are about food. Uh, Rodney Lacroix, great name, <laughs> Rod Lacroix at Rod Lacroix. La if you mean putting a sheet of foil down so I don't have to wash the baking sheet after making nachos, then yes, I do clean eating. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jeff Mc- McMahon tweeted uh, in Tenet they should have worked in a scene where Kenneth Branagh pulls a fresh meatball sub out of his mouth <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Tenet but <laughs> that would have been the best thing to see in oh, reverse uh, and then Blank Patch just tweeted DoorDash when you need the wrong order and you don't need it fast <laughs> uh, trademark <laughs> Uh, I hate DoorDash. They're the worst. Unless they want to sponsor the show. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode. As well as a song we ride out on, Miles. What are we riding? Kind of feeling on? in a J poppy mood now with all the talk of Sandio. Oh, there's a, also a theme park out there. I don't know if it's still open in Japan, which uh, <laughs> is wild. Uh, so this is actually a group called Kero Kero Bonito, 
uh, which is a group from London,、oh, but the lead singer, I believe, is half Japanese or she moved from Japan. And like some of their other songs are pretty big, like Flamingo is one people hear. I love Flamingo.、Um, but、yeah. this one is I'd Rather Sleep and has more of like a, you know, like Irie vibe, island vibe to it.、Um, so it's just like a good, just easy listening. You know what I mean? Just, just to get into it. I love that. I might go get me an impossible burger from Burger King、go. and enjoy this、Boom. song.、Mm. Uh, I tried to play Flamingo at a thing with like, my wife's friends one time, and I was like, Hey, is this playlist good for, for you guys? And they were like, What the fuck is, is this? this? Are, we in the, are we caught in someone's fucked up TikTok? <laughs> uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. I-